Benavides. I'm the founder and host of Winning on Wednesday. WOW is a virtual networking platform that brings together between 50 to 80 people every week to share their ideas, discuss their business, and get to know each other. WOW encourages the building of relationships before doing business. As I say often, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. Speaking of trust and people that uh, we wanted to interview every every week, or uh, we have our guest today, uh, Joseph Wesley. How are you, Joe? I'm doing fine. How are you? Very good, very good. And one of the things I like to start out my um, my podcast show because this is a business podcast show, and we want to know about your your business. But before we do, we want to know how and where the whole story of Joseph, and that because starts with mom and dad. Tell us what did mom and dad do for a living. Well, my father's now deceased, but he was a, uh, I'm from Chicago, and he was a supervisor, postal supervisor, at one of the U.S. post office uh, sections in the city. My mother, she's a school teacher. She, well, actually, she has a degree in library science, a master's degree, so she's a school librarian. And, but now they're both retired. Well, my father's passed, my mother's retired. So, but in, in terms of coming up, that was what they did. My father worked for the U.S. government, and I guess my mother, when I think about it, worked for the city government um, in terms of what they did as a business. Wow. So they, they gave, uh, uh, you know, service, public service. So, wow, that's truly amazing that your parents uh, are always with, with public service. And that's probably why you are with public service now. <laughs> Give it well, well, public I, I, I got to say. <laughs> You're a nicer person than I am. I think they did it because they had to pay the bills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they, and these are jobs they could get that paid decent money. So That's true. That's true. That's true. Well, that's another way to look at it. It's true. So tell us, when you were a child, what did you want to grow up? Uh, you know, when you were a child, did you have any aspirations or anything that you want to grow up to be? I'm going to say this, that actually for a long time, the answer is no. We didn't, growing up in my culture, I, I'm an African-American for those who may or may not see me through the, the, the audio portion. We didn't have many role models to look forward to. And uh, so most of my family, the older generation, they were laborers, perhaps, uh, to be a school teacher, to be a supervisory position for the post office was an unusual circumstance, I'll say it like that. So I wanted to become 16 years of age because I knew there was some federal law. We had truant officers back then. If you didn't go to school, didn't show up, somebody would come out and snatch you to haul you back in school. And I knew after the age of 16, I was home free. I could stop going to school without any pressure whatsoever. It drove my mother crazy <laughs> with that dialogue. And that's what happened. Now, what transitioned for me was I was, I did build in high school. I was president of my class. I was school salutatorian. I had testing scores three or four grades beyond my school level, a national test. And I was interviewing college day with a gentleman, a, do, a person from Grinnell College. And he spoke to me for like three or four minutes, maybe longer, I guess. And he asked, he asked me, what did I want to do? And I love animals. I hate seeing them being hurt. So at one point, I wanted to become a veterinarian. My mother has suggested that to me. And I said this to the gentleman. I wanted to become a veterinarian. He asked me why. I explained it. He says, have you ever considered becoming a doctor? And I looked at him in shock. Literally, I said, absolutely no. I didn't know any personal doctors that I could float after. 
However, it occurred to me when I thought about it afterwards that if this gentleman who had met me for like only what 15, 20, 20 minute dialogue could suggest that I might consider being a f physician, I said, maybe that's possible. And that's directed my thoughts and actions from there on. So what did I want to be when I want to grow up? Uh, at some point, this wasn't until late high school, yeah. was to become a physician. Wow. And what made you get involved into, you know, uh, liking, was it the science that intrigued you or biology? Was it what really was it that struck the, the light bulb? And It wasn't anything as mechanical as that. Uh, again, becoming a veterinarian, I hated to see animals hurt. My mother suggested, then why don't you become a veterinarian? You can hurt, you can help hurt animals. This gentleman, it was a 20 minute, 15, 20 minute dialogue. I happen to like, I, rephrase that. I, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be more astute about this. I chose biology because I have awful recall. My worst kind of subjects is to put in the left column dates and the right columns events and draw lines between the two. So biology, you didn't have to memorize fact. If you understood it, put things together, then it made more sense. So I chose biology not so much as a, a love phenomena or a love fest, more as a survival technique for my poor brain and its limited recall agility. So wow. that's why I made that choice. And and and, and obviously you're not doing using your degree that you know that you you went for school now uh, because I know you obviously I know you but tell tell the uh, our listeners about that um, about what you uh, you know your transition and 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 you know what was your last nine to five job and were you scared and nervous? Fair enough. Well, I did. I went. I got accepted to uh, went to undergrad my first two years at Illinois, uh, University of Chicago Illinois campus. As a biology major, I transferred to Illinois Wesleyan, which is in Bloomington, Illinois, Central Park. I got accepted to medical school, which I did in Rochester, New York, Strong Memorial, University of Rochester, School of Medicine and Dentistry. And when I applied for my internship in medicine, still didn't have any idea what I wanted to do other than to be a doctor. The gentleman who interviewed me, the doctor, happened to be vice chair of the ophthalmology department. And so during that interview, he asked, have you considered ophthalmology? And I said, no, I really hadn't. So he, he said, I suggest you consider that. So it turns out not only did I get accepted to Northwestern uh, residence uh, internship in medicine, but also their residency in ophthalmology. And that's how that happened. I, during the course of my residency, and this, is, this story has a purpose to it, that I did well in surgery. I had good technique, good skill, and the chair of my department says you should consider a fellowship in ophthalmic surgery, which I did at Columbia University. And now for people who may not know what that means, well, it was focusing on doing surgery around the eye, mostly therapeutic, diagnostic, maybe cosmetic also. And the story here is that very few things I did were planned, more by circumstance. I'm in the moment, I'm in the environment, I have dialogue with somebody, they get to know who I am, and they say, Joe, have you considered this particular path for yourself? And my answer has always been, almost always been, I had not considered that. Again, I didn't have role models. So it wasn't like somebody took me along as a mentor and said, well, Joe, if we work hard at this, someday you'll be that. The plus side of it, I've learned to be very adaptive. I've learned to be very heads up. 
and uh, be very assertive in how I approach things. So, oh, wow, wow, wow. I was going to say about that is, wow. <laughs> you know, the fact that you're a surgeon, not a lot of people knew that you were a doctor. And well, I don't, yeah, I don't advertise it because it gets in the way of what I'm doing now. Wow, you were a doctor. Why did you change from that? Tell me, how did that work out? So, whoa, no, 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 I'm not here to talk about that. That oh, was, that was but, decades but guess, back. <laughs> but, but guess what? Guess Go what? Ahead. People will always listen to a doctor. Well, that's except my wife. I've tried that on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so kill that one right yeah, off the yeah, bat. Well, well, but we're talking. We're talking here professionally here now. Oh, you know? okay, so, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. But listen, so listen. Um, you know, you've been coming to Wow a lot, right? And um, one of the things is what I, I like to ask some people: Do you belong to any other organizations uh, uh, besides Wow? I would say at this point too. When COVID first started, I went hog wild on joining groups on the internet because I didn't have to worry about directions, about gas, about rush hour traffic, put my slippers on and I'm good to go. Well, I got overly saturated. And so I went the other extreme because things became repetitive. So I belonged to WOW and I belonged to two other groups during the course of the, the week. And I might do maybe a total of versus three or four Zooms in one day. I probably do three or four in a week now. And I'm very particular about which ones I go to based on the value they provide back to me and the value can offer them also. Wow. Wow. I, I keep, you keep wowing me, Joe. You keep well, wowing you. me. Uh, <laughs> the other thing is, um, I know this is the part that I like to call the, the wow golden nugget is where you leave a piece of information for somebody to become a better business person. Is there any information that you can leave behind that you know you use or you give some examples? Well, my tagline is, I don't claim that I see dead people, but I'll see things about you you've yet to discover about yourself, and I call that your secret sauce. And why is that important? Because if you want a competitive edge over your competition, you have to, it would help if you offer something of unique value that other people can't lay claim to. Now, when I say that, people say, not what do you mean? Well, I do see things. And I give a story where when I was in medical school, your first two years are preclinical. You're in science, histology, anatomy, whatever. Your third and fourth year, now you get to see real patients. And there are four blocks of major categories, internal medicine, uh, I still can't say that word, ob gynecology, surgery, and pediatrics. And so my second rotation was pediatrics. Oh, as a third year student, two absolute rules of thought. Do not get in the way because you don't know squat about what you're doing. And despite that limitation, learn everything you can. So I'm going to do a fast forward. In my first day in pediatrics, I'm sitting in the clinic. There was a doctor who was chair of the department who was talking to us about the history. And there's a girl who was brought into the system who happened to turn around and look at us and 20 feet away i asked the doctor does she wear glasses doctor said no ask me why i said because her eyes are crossed doctor said can't be she's been here 16 17 years went and looked at the girl nobody ever noticed in 16 and a half years at a name brand program that her eyes were crossed I saw it as a third-year student, 20 feet back, three-second eyeball glimpse of it. I see things. When I work with people, 
I see their body posture, I see their intonation, their eye contact. And over a period of time, I can get a sense of who that person is. And people can lay claim to what you do, but they can't lay claim to who you are. And if you can discover your secret sauce, you have a unique, as the industry says, differentiator that nobody else can lay claim to. And that's that's my 30 second elevator pitch. <laughs> wow, that's that's truly been amazing. Wow, that's wow. Well, thank you for to telling you to sharing that with us. Um, the other thing also, um, you, I know you've been coming to WOW for, for a while now, right? You've been coming uh, for, I think, since the pandemic, right? I think almost. Yeah, I, I would yeah. say pretty much at least, I would say two years. I'm off on anything more than three days in my past, but I would say <laughs> easily a two year time period. Right. Well, tell us about a story that has impacted your business about, you know, that uh, your experience with, that can help future uh, WOW members. Well, what I like about WOW, which keeps me coming back, is your, and this is not, hey, by the way, folks, he paid me $20 to say this, so I have to make that disclaimer before I make my statement. <laughs> yeah, so you'll get paid, you'll get paid at the end of this uh, podcast, you'll get your 20 bucks. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Sounds good. But uh Juan is very intent on is maintaining the relationship building side of this no this is not a dating site it's not a social site but anybody can talk about what they do you make the point your opening statement if they respect like and i say trust if uh, or believe in you it's really the same thing that you're going to feel much more inclined to work with that person or have them work with you for your professional needs and when you do your chat sections you you give a reason for the chat, not just show up and talk to each other. You develop a theme. What's the question of the day or of the week? And then talk about that. And there was a new guy who came into one of our chat sessions and he said, well, before we do that, I don't know anybody here. So tell me what you do, what you do, how you do. And I interrupted and I says, with all due respect, I really do want to follow the protocol that one is set for this program. And somebody else piped in and said, well, yeah, if I wanted that other format, I would join that other group. So the messaging was there. So I find when you go to enough Zooms, you get tired of hearing people, I do, of people saying the same thing multiple times what I do. But each time someone shares a dialogue put up by your program in the chat, I get to know more about that person. So many of these people I may never meet, they're in Texas, they're in Arizona, they're in Florida, but I do feel a kinship with them and I'm always learning something. We give, we drop pearls, we do Zoom connects. There are a few people I do every two week connections because of my contact through the WOW program. So I get a lot out of it. I work hard as a result to give back into it. And for anybody who wants a traditional name, rank and serial number, and maybe even pay for that privilege, there are a lot of programs out there. But for people who want to say, I want to get a better sense of who I might be working with and why I might make a choice, I think your your structure of WOW is very nicely done. Wow. Well, the check is in the mail, Joe. So, <laughs> you know, the, don't worry about it. It'll get there. It's a slow, slow check. So it's a slow check from China, actually. So don't worry about it. Yeah, so, you know, I don't, I don't know where I'll get that, but we'll get there. But anyway, yeah, just joke. Hey, listen, if people want to learn more about you, what's the best way to contact you? The best way to contact me, oh, let's see. Well, certainly through your program, if nothing else, by, I don't give out phone numbers. I just don't, because if I don't recognize your number, I won't respond. So 
JNL, the three letters, JNL, creativesolutions.com. If you come to that website, then you'll click a link that will allow you to contact me directly. I don't give out emails either because I always worry about getting them wrong. You don't spell it correctly, not anybody else, but JNL, the three letters, JNL, creative solutions, that's one word, dot com. There'll be a contact us section in the menu bar on top. I'd love to hear from you. Any questions, comments, thoughts about what questions, what you might think we might have dialogue on. Well, well, thank you so much, Joseph. And that's all for today's show. And that's the WOW podcast. I hope you thank enjoy you. this. I hope you enjoy today's uh, special guest as much as I as we did. Keep on uh, checking our channel for inspiring stories and uh, discussions to help your business grow. If you'd like to become a member of Winning on Wednesday, simply visit winningonwednesday.com. Scroll on the first time guest button and follow the directions. And we hope to see you in our next meeting. Goodbye. And thank you, Joseph, again. This was wonderful. Thank you again. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.